1: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
0: Michael Reed on LMFM.
1: Norma Foley is uh, to face questions in uh, the doll today about the absolute mess uh, that the minister is presiding over in education. This is what the minister told the doll this day last week, a week ago.
0: Just this morning. I convened a meeting of stakeholders from the primary and special school sector. We are working together towards a staggered return for children in special schools and a return to school for those in special classes in primary schools and children who access SEN supports in mainstream primary classes beginning on the 21st of January. Schools will also have discretion to accommodate their most vulnerable students. I wish to acknowledge the engagement and the work of all of the partners in uh, education Uh, so that we are in a position to move forward in this direction um, for the 21st of January for the benefit of all of our children with additional needs.
1: You'll note that it is uh, the 21st of January and uh, those children aren't in classrooms. Minister Foley, not uh, available to us uh, this morning, but uh, I'm uh, glad to welcome a Minister of State at uh, the Department of Further and Higher Education, Niall Collins, on with us. And a very good morning to you, Minister, and uh, thanks uh, for joining us. Why did Norma Foley say that last week?
0: Uh, she said that because she was under the, she had the understanding that they had an agreement um, reached, and unfortunately, when the trade unions and this is well known now within the public domain, the trade unions um subsequently uh, decided to advise their members um, not to be available for work, which is hugely regrettable.
1: Uh, the trade unions Welsh on an agreement that they had with the minister.
0: Um, I wasn't party to the talks, but um, certainly if the minister said what you've um, what you've uh, played the audio on there in the doll, I'm sure that was the understanding she she was under. I think it's fair to say it was well, the
1: trade unions weren't under that understanding though
0: well look i mean I, I don't know but
1: uh, well, I mean, no well, they well that's what they've said I, I mean uh, to quote Aon Reardon, uh, putting this point to the Taoiseach yesterday he said uh, please don't make liars out of the trade unions.
0: Yeah, well, look, can I say this to you, um, Michael, Norma Foley doesn't make things up as she goes along. Um, And there was a a lot of engagement. There was a lot of moving parts in relation to this. And I think there was a shared objective by everybody to try and get, in particular, our special schools back up and running, which represents only 4% of our entire school community. And the issues, the minister has been at pains, Norma Foley and Josefa Madigan, the two ministers have been at pains to say that all of the asks of the unions in relation to uh, parental leave or special leave or um, unpaid leave, yeah. uh, childcare, all of those issues had been dealt with. And what it boiled down to, and, and this is what the unions seem to indicate, no, what it they, to- they, they haven't made it clear mm. in, in the joint statement which issued from Forsa and uh, the INTO they, they seem to be now second guessing the um the the advice to government of the chief medical officer and the deputy chief medical officer who have um that repeatedly said that schools are safe environments.
1: Ah, don't start that now. I mean, that's 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 just insulting. That's what Norma Foglia has been trotting out uh, for the last. No, well, I, I think that's I think, just insulting.
0: Well, I think that mm. approach by you, Michael, is actually insulting. Why? Uh, to, to because
1: you, you you know you know that, that that the, you, you, you
0: know to, you, to, you, the, you, and to you, the and to the the, the students who um, attend the special schools. I, I think it's entirely no
1: no no. Hold on, you know that you know that the chief medical officer in his letter of the fifth of January said that the schools are safe. Uh, But to say that that gives uh, a green light for opening them is only telling half the story. It's being selective in quoting the chief medical officer because he, he went on to say that it is his view that while the experience from September to December has clearly demonstrated that schools are in themselves a safe environment the current epidemiological situation has deteriorated to a point where the significant levels of mobility and linked activity that the full reopening of schools would generate constitutes a very significant additional risk in the context of what are already unprecedented levels of disease transmission in the community. And if you've read the letter, Minister, which I'm sure you have, you'll know that that section of the letter is in bold. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. And you've quoted it correctly and what the Chief Medical Officer was, was referring to was the mobility of 1.1 million people right across our entire school community. And you also know, Michael, because you've Has heard... Has there been subsequent said, advice? You've said this, uh, you've heard this said and quoted on a number of occasions that the Chief Medical Officer is on record as saying the most impacted uh, group and cohort within our school community are special needs students. They have um, borne the brunt of the entire lockdown in our education community and we've heard testimony after testimony from parents who have told us how their their, um, sons and daughters and their children are regressing at yes. an alarming rate.
1: Yes, which is and, why, which is which, which is, is why people credit. are very concerned that Norma Foley yeah. told those children that they'd be back in school this morning, Absolutely. and then had to do a U-turn okay. and say, "Well, when I said that, I didn't actually have an agreement with the trade unions, and probably should have apologised and said I shouldn't have said it because I didn't have an agreement."
0: Well, well, can I can I say this to you, Michael? This one is on the door of the unions. You can't lay this one on on government or on the minister. The government and the minister and and everybody that I'm talking to within government absolutely wanted to have our special schools open. Um, We we have absolutely worked might and main. And can I? Did did,
1: did the government have an agreement with the unions? Can can I just say to you? Well, can I just say? Well, you you just well you've made a very uh, significant statement. You've said that the trade unions are to blame.
0: Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Uh, Trade unions are to blame. Did did
1: the government have an agreement with the trade unions?
0: There was unprecedented engagement. That's
1: not an agreement. Did the government have an Michael,
0: agreement? Michael, I'm a party to the discussions between Norma Foley and the trade unions.
1: Well, you I'm are here to speak uh, on behalf of the government in relation well, to this, so I'm, I'm, I'm surprised that you haven't been briefed. I'm
0: just outlining to you, I'm outlining to you the factual position. There's been ongoing negotiation. And I'm sure if the Minister made the statement, that was the understanding mm. that she was working under.
1: Okay. Well, I, I'm sure so, as Minister of State so working you, in the department, you'd have a good understanding, but I'm, I'm sure actually, that when, that when you put forward for a med- I'm for, I'm for an immediate media appearance Michael. by Fianna Fáil, that you'd have been briefed on these issues, Minister.
0: No, no, Michael, you're, 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 moving, you're, moving off, um, you're moving off topic here. I'm in a different department. But what I'm saying to you is quite clearly, the government wants to get our special schools open. The talks and the negotiations are going on with the unions, all of the asks that the unions had on behalf of their membership were addressed by the Minister and by the Department. And the She up- didn't who have an agreement the
1: with the trade unions. Why,
0: why the tra- if you could just allow me, please make uh, and develop some points. Why the executives of FORSA and the executives of the INTO uh, took the position, uh, I'm still not clear because I've read their joint statement which they issued on Tuesday night. We see the situation, for example, in the north of Ireland where members Mm. of the INTO are working in special schools and the special schools are open. So there, I think this has to has to be worked out. I don't see any reason why it can't be worked out. And I think there's a responsibility on everybody. It's a collective responsibility. We're, we're in a very, very challenging situation here. And you can try and drum it up all you want, Michael, and try and create the blame game. Norma Foley has been working seven days a week in her ministry since she took up the job to try and ensure that our schools are and it's, open it's and not that a our question, schools are supported and, of, and that our schools
1: are resourced. It's not a question of trying to create something that isn't there. I mean, call it the blame game or whatever you want. I mean, it's very clear that responsibility for this mess lies with Norma Foley. I don't agree no, with you. Norma Foley... I do
0: not agree with
1: you. Norma Foley selectively quoted the public health officials and left out the most important part of the no, advice. No, she didn't. She, she, I've just read it out she 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 didn't uh, include she, she said schools are safe and uh, she didn't say that That the the public health officials said they were safe up to the end of December, but the virus is so virulent now that they're not safe. Uh, She selectively quoted the public health officials and then uh, insisted that it was safe to go back to school, then insisted it was safe for the Leaving Care students to go back to school and the special needs students to go back to school, uh, but didn't consult with the public health officials in relation to that. Then she did a U-turn on the Leaving Care students. Then uh, she made an announcement that she had an agreement with trade unions that the schools for special needs uh, students we're going to uh, reopen this morning. And then it transpired she didn't have that a- a- agreement and she shouldn't have made such an announcement.
0: OK, w- what it boils down to is this, Michael, R- whether whether it's in education or in any other sector, the government is dealing with a very complex and a challenging situation. And the government has to take its public health advice from the people who are qualified to give the public health advice, and that's the chief.
1: I don't think it's officer. that. I don't think it's that and complex. That,
0: and you know. I think I think any reasonable person will agree with that. And that has to be um, that has to be the way government goes about its business. Because um, you and I can't dispense public health advice on the airwaves in a radio studio. The government mm-hmm. has to interact with Tony Hooper. Yeah. There was a webinar, as you know, which was well reported earlier on in the week, where over sixteen and a half thousand people were able to avail of. Um, a public health briefing by Dr. Ronan Glynn, Kevin Kelleher, and Abigail Collins, uh, all very senior people associated with public health and NPHET. And all of, the, all of the concerns which were being highlighted were, were addressed and spoken about. So it is regrettable. But look, all I'm saying to you is, uh, despite uh, the hysteria and hysterical tone with which you're approaching this, the Minister is continuing to engage with all of the partners in the uh, education community with all of the stakeholders and but every but effort but is being put in to open uh, firstly our special schools because as I said to you at the outset these are the, the, the children, the most vulnerable and I'm quoting the Chief Medical Officer
1: Minister, impacted, Minister, like, Minister
0: like, of within, within our school community Minister, and I, everybody owes I've, them a break
1: Minister, I have great admiration for the calmness that you're bringing to this conversation thank you for calming us all down you're very welcome uh, I wonder if you could calmly uh, remind me, did Norma Foley have an agreement with trade unions when she told special needs students well, and I, their parents that there would be in classrooms this morning?
0: Well, on the third occasion in this interview, I'll calmly tell you I wasn't party to those discussions. So maybe you can ask the minister herself. Or well, put the, trade, the, her the, trade,
1: the trade unions say she didn't have an agreement with them. And you're saying it's the trade unions fault.
0: Well, the trade, the trade unions,
1: unions didn't announce that the schools would be open today. The trade
0: unions decided um, not to not to turn up for work on the Thursday, or, or to direct their members not to be available. Um, I'm not sure, exactly sure of the language around that, but you, we know the decision that the trade unions took, and I think that was very very regrettable. But look, let's all uh, let all the adults get into the room and let all the adults work it right. out on behalf of the children, because um, I think the children are owed this.
1: Right. Uh, Do you think Norma Foley's up to the job?
0: She's absolutely up to the job. She's been very successful in the job since she took it up. She successfully reopened the schools. She successfully has funded the schools uh, appropriately and adequately, um, given resources to ensure that our schools are open in a safe environment. Um, we're in an extremely challenging yeah. situation, Michael. Um,
1: well, she's very inexperienced. No, no I, I mean, I mean, no I suppose people would have expected Thomas Byrne to get this job. Uh, uh, somebody uh, who's uh, been elected many times over. Norma Foley, first-time TD. Uh, undoubtedly, there's a, a family relationship uh, and uh, a strong Foley um, presence in the Fianna Fáil party. Um, uh, and uh, on being elected, she becomes the Minister for Education during the pandemic. Uh, and then performs one U-turn after another.
0: Uh, well, she hasn't performed one U-turn after another. I, I it's
1: embarrassing, it's actually. Ingenuous. It's like, really, it's really embarrassing. It, it's really, embar- and, re- and, and really upsetting to think of those little children uh, who.
0: See, I agree with you. It is very upsetting, and that, that's why I think um, that's why I think uh, you have to recognise that Norma Foley is making every effort, every effort to try and get the schools well, open. She's not doing very
1: well, the though. Government, she's the government. I mean, I, I mean when, when you say she's making every effort, does that mean going into the Parliament and saying the schools will be open next Thursday? And, okay, there's, no, well, a, and you, there's no agreement to, okay, to open well, the schools? Well,
0: well let's, let, let's analyse it a little bit further. What, what have uh, Forza and the INTO asked of Norma Foley that she hasn't delivered uh, for them in terms of the reopening?
1: Uh, to well, make well, sure that they're not, that and they're and not and one of the I ninety-three, suggest, but that, saying, that, that, that their members are not one of the ninety-three people who are on the deceased list from COVID. And I,
0: and I will, I will suggest uh, this answer for you. Um, what, what the what the unions are doing is the unions are now setting themselves up as uh, an alternate, an alternate to the chief medical officer, and they are taking. Uh, their own interpretation of the advice which the Chief Medical Officer has given, which uh, everybody else takes a different view to. Well, I think the Chief
1: Medical Officer said don't open the schools.
0: I think this really needs to be... Isn't uh, that right? Pardon?
1: The Chief Medical Officer said the virus is so prevalent that it's not safe to open the schools.
0: Yes, in the context of the mobility right. around the country. So, so
1: now, you're going to be, now you're going to become the public health people. advisor and say, well, if we open some of them and, or a little bit of them. The Chief Medical Officer never said that. So you're taking it on yourself. Uh, and I mean uh, you uh, in the sense of uh, the government, uh, the minister uh, and uh, yourself now, because you're the one who's saying it. Uh, but you're taking it on yourself to say, well, it's safe to open up uh, the special needs schools.
0: So you've oh, no, you have no
1: expertise in this.
0: Can I, can I say to you, I'm quoting the chief medical officer, who who has said repeatedly that our our children who attend special needs schools are the most impacted and yeah. vulnerable within our schools community, and that they have regressed. And it is the view of government that we should do everything possible in the first instance to reopen our special schools. Yes. He's effect. also
1: said that vital public services. essential. We've had to try and keep vital public services open, no matter what. <laughs> but we've got to a point where the situation has deteriorated so much that the risk is too great.
0: Well, I, I've just I've just quoted for you what the chief medical. Officer I've just
1: quoted for you what the chief medical officer has said.
0: In relation to which, Michael, said, That
1: the situation now has deteriorated to a point where these essential public services are, are no longer viable.
0: Um, I, I haven't heard that said, Michael. I, I don't know where you're getting that from. I'm, to, I'm, on, I'm on the radio to talk to you about special schools, and I'm giving you uh, the government position in relation to special schools. And I believe that every effort should be made to open our special schools for these children who are the most impacted and the, the most vulnerable. And I don't think um, really anybody should be playing politics or any, anybody should be dismissing the seriousness of trying to address mm. the, the needs of our students in special schools. Uh. Because we've heard day after day the testimonies from parents and how they feel and how they feel on behalf okay. of their children whom they're advocating for. And I just think, so, I, I, think so, so, I think everybody has to try and pull together okay, so, special needs schools. So, so, so just
1: be clear, you, you're, you're saying that Tony Houlihan, the Chief Medical Officer, said it is safe to open special needs schools today.
0: What, what Tony Houlihan said was that schools are safe environments.
1: Yes, up to December. Did he say that it's safe to open special needs schools today?
0: Well, I haven't heard him say
1: that. No, but I thought that that's 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 what people uh, would have taken uh, you to mean when you said a moment ago that you were quoting I, the CMI.
0: I, I've done, in honest, Michael, I've done a lot of interviews about this and that's the first time uh, somebody has put that interpretation on it.
1: Well... It's either safe or it's not. You see, this is what it's all about. The unions are, are concerned about the safety of their members. Uh, and you're saying that it is safe, the public health advice is that it's safe. So is it safe or is it not? Has the CMO or has NEFET said that it is safe to open the special needs schools? If not, where is the, what's the basis for reopening them?
0: Well we'll, well, we'll turn it around another way. So the INTO are saying that it's not safe on the, on the Republic of Ireland side of the border, but that it is safe on the Northern Ireland side of the border. So, so
1: you want to take the advice of uh, the CMO in the north? No, no. Because the advice from the CMO in not, the south is that the d- situation has deteriorated to a point where it's not safe.
0: I haven't mentioned the CMO in the north. I've mentioned the fact that INTO members are working in special schools in the north of Ireland and they're not prepared to work in special schools in the in the southern part of Ireland that's the point i'm making mm. which is which is a reasonable point and a reason uh, and uh, and you know it is a contradiction
1: mm, yeah so why not ask tony hoolan about it yeah well, rather than the trade unions right Get get the advice, get Tony Hoolan to say it's safe. And I'm, I, I imagine then the trade unions will go along with that or people will be asking questions of the trade unions. Tony Hoolan hasn't said it. So people are asking questions of the government. People are asking questions of Norma Foley. People are asking why on earth is she saying that the schools are opening when it's not been said that it's safe to open them and there has been no agreement to open
0: them? Well, look, we're going around in circles here, Michael. I've said to you, I'm sure that's the understanding she was under. And, you know, she's not going to go in and say something and make it up, uh, knowing that it could potentially blow up in her face. Who would do that, Michael?
1: Mm, I don't know yeah, um, who would do that probably why the same are, per- are, maybe, are, maybe the same person who said it was safe to bring the Leaving Cert are, are, students are back into classrooms some, three days a week why would somebody do that well maybe, maybe well I don't know maybe it's the same per- maybe the type of person who would say it's safe to bring Leaving Cert students back into schools three days a week uh, because it's safe uh, and there was no basis for making that statement
0: okay well if that's your view
1: <laughs> okay Minister thank you very much as always for joining us on you the programme morning that's uh, Minister of State at the Department of Further and Higher Education Niall Collins TD